What is up, everybody? Today we're talking about how Monique has shaded Tyler Perry, Oprah, and Lee Daniels, and we're talking more about Trump and all his craziness. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. See, we didn't, they didn't have a dance for this one, though. I was, I was ready to do the waterfall dance. I mean, you could do yeah, it was before a waterfall. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the first album. This is the first album. This is your go-to move, according to your little, like... Because that's what you do in the chair, like, because you don't want to leave... You don't fully, you don't fully commit to the snake. Because I don't want to, like, roll off the chair and, like, fall, so we just do a little arm. All I see is the fro going, like, half snake. Give me a money dance with somebody. But you make me want to slow dance with somebody. I know you don't want to dance with it. Taking it back. Trump. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me is the dancing Courtney Stewart. Dancing. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. DJ Jesse J. What's up? And one of the people from one of my new favorite shows on Bravo, Invite Only Cabo, Agu Okago, right? Oh, why you do it all? Okay, because you know I've been practicing the last name the whole time. Daryl, you Ukago, Ukago, Ukago. King Agu. King Agu. King Agu. We got King Agu. King Agu. We got that. We got that. You practiced and failed, bro. I did. I failed. Dang, baby. I got failed. Sorry. Can I get it? I mean, it was. That was really aggressive. I mean, but he looked like damn. I mean, but he did good. I'll give it to you all the way up until that moment. Until that moment. Until that moment. Hashtag you failed. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, bro. Sorry. I'm going to say it like 15 times before the show's over just so I can get it right before he leaves. You know what I mean? Well, we got some great topics today. We do. And we appreciate testosterone in the building. So we're not mad. Okay. Well, there you go. You should have been here last week. (laughs) I I tried. I couldn't. I had to go to the band concert in Rancho. Okay, I'm sorry. I was being supportive. And it was your birthday. Supporting the kids. It was my birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to recover still. (laughs) That was a really intense week. It's been a long week, y'all. It's been a long long week. week. I tried to eat a salad yesterday. It's not working. Move on. (laughs) All right. I want to know what that means, but okay. It's all good. It's all good. We're smiling and we're happy. We hope we're going to find out a little bit more about that. No, we're not. (laughs) All right. What we got today for topics? All right. So we've all heard of Tinder and all these love apps, right? Well, two Australian men came up with one. They're calling it the Tinder for sperm donors. It's called Just a Baby. So basically, it is for those people out there who are sick and tired of like going on dating apps and going through all the bullshit of getting to know somebody and yada yada. It doesn't work out. This is this gets right to the point. You create your profile based on what you want and if you want a baby. So. It could be someone is wants to be a surrogate, someone just, you know, a lonely guy who's just like, you know, I don't want kids, but I want to give my kids. So you create a profile, and it's all this, you know, data, and you get to basically save and search people that you think may be a good matchup for you, and you get to link up with each other, and... What do you guys think? Would you guys ever join Just a Baby? Have we come to the point in age where it's just like, screw the, the connection? And I actually think that's brilliant. Because they're not saying screw the connection. True. They're saying let's skip all that sort of like in between space where we're like, okay, tender, 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 tender. Okay, we going on a date. Okay, so what's your life? Do you want to have a baby yet? Oh, I want one in five years. No, I want one now. Oh, that's not gonna work. So like they skip right to it. Like they're like, I'm definitely interested in having a baby. Let's hook up and talk and see what's up. And if we can have a baby, and you look like you have the genes that I would want in my baby, like let's go. I think you it's actually. As I, I was gonna say, you. I'm um, looking around directly the room. to him. Because your eyeline went right here. <laughs> y'all, I mean, are, I, you know, y'all are making it very skip clear. The, skip I'll the sight. That. Courtney's not 
not looking to have a baby. Baby, baby, baby. Courtney's not looking to have a baby. But I do understand. I think it actually is really smart. And yeah. I think it streamlines what we're already doing in the dating app world. And it streamlines people that actually want kids and want to meet other people that want kids. You don't want no Prince Agus? I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at the app. I mean, yeah, thank I'm you. I'm not mad at it. I totally agree with you. Until they, you start talking about connecting, I thought if you're going to do it, you're going to do it and we don't yeah. have to. <laughs> I mean, we're not mailing the sperm, like, inject that shit no. yourself and just because you saw their picture. It's not that bad. But you still meet. Yeah. I think Both for, like, that. couples that, like, want to, like, you know, you may be not want to adopt, like, the fact that this is, like, That's a place where surrogate. you can, yeah, find surrogates and it's just one database for it. I mean, it's cool. It's just funny because, you know, the Internet's going to take everything yeah. and drag sure. it like they did with these rompers this past week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to know. Yo, so these romper. No, what? Would I wear the romper? I want to. Of these three, are y'all wearing rompers? Right. I can't do the romper. So here's the thing. So this these, these guys created this thing called Romp Him. It's a Kickstarter. They were looking for ten thousand dollars. They got seventy four thousand dollars out of it. Um, and dang, I was confused when I first saw the rompers because I'm like, are these really new? Like I've right. <laughs> I've been in West Hollywood and seen these all the time. <laughs> like so, I would, didn't really get what the craze was. But I mean, I guess it went viral. Um, the memes though are freaking hilarious. Have you guys seen yeah, any the of memes the memes? Hysterical. Yeah, they're hysterical. Yeah, the one where it says. Um, uh, when she throws your romper at you and tells you to call an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so I was looking at them like, well, okay, you know what? I'm not mad at the rompers, but I'm like, the rompers aren't like something that haven't been around since yeah. they've been around for a minute. But it's that tension sort of like, is this too gay? Is this straight? Like, because Cam Newton got slammed, dragged backwards and sideways, but then he also exalted though. on the other side because he wore a flowered romper to Coachella. Yeah. I actually thought it was swaggy. Like, he looked dope. Well, I mean, for me, it's like short guys can do things tall guys couldn't do. You know, he can rock a romper. I'm too tall. Romper just ain't. It's, it's just not, not going to work. But not what? Work. Not no, even if with it's the right tailored, short. If it's, it's tailored right correctly. Yeah. If it's tailored correctly. But here's my thing. Now, no, I ain't going to wear no goddamn romper for the next how many goddamn months because everyone made such a big deal of it. And they went and bought the same romper. Now, y'all going to be out here wearing the same goddamn romper. Yeah, but I've noticed a that every, a lot of designers now, that's in their new whole yes. line of, you know, the different rompers. And the dude got the, the, the jacket on it going on right there. The, so the, you the, would rock that? I would that? I, no, I wouldn't rock Not it because with the jacket. I don't want to have color. to button down all this that stuff is, to go pee. That is, that is, that that is the struggle. I'm going to get on. back to the basics. I don't want to have to do all that. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? That's why these rompers are special. They specifically found ways for men to be able to cool, go to the bathroom. That's like the female problem with a romper. Like, you on the toilet naked but that's when you meme, use a romper. The meme that I've seen, it was talking about what if you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so like, you have no, to rip with, it with romp hymns, you don't have to worry oh, about it. Because they're making it so y'all can just, like, whip it out and go. But whip and go. I, 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 I think I'd have to pass on this one. You're going to yeah. pass on the romper? Yeah, I'm going to pass on like the romper. Like, in every way. Even if it's, like, yeah, slightly longer shorts, like, Nicely tailored. Girl, we're going to see Golden Globes next year. BHL, Derek going to be up in there. Is it going to be in a patterned romper <laughs> with a velvet jacket? I've never, no, I've never <laughs> been into that, with that look. Coat. I've never really been in that look. Cause, you know, even they had the, before they you called these You stay love having your chest out, though. Yeah, but that's different. I, at least I can button down my shirt and keep some, you know. <laughs> Why not button down your romper? Well, let us know. Would no. you guys wear the romper? Is that what this this summer's going to uh, hold for us? Let us well, know. They're going to be gonna everywhere. So. There's going to be a lot of people in rompers. We're going to see yeah, but then you're gonna be like, that's that 799 from H&M. Oh. 
Oh yeah, yeah. H&M be like, and sure the fuck is. But that's okay because it's a trend, and that's what you do. You buy trends at H and M for seven ninety nine, so you ain't invested. No, you gotta accessorize it. You gotta throw yeah. something else special. Oh, no. See, throw I'm it with scared. a tie. So you put a tie on. You that. accessorize it because this, uh, this picture has man, another. You put a tie on that yeah. romper. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna watch. You gonna somebody, see a tie or both yeah, tie? Yeah, gonna I gonna guarantee. It. Somebody you had it first. Somebody had it first, and they belong in the back on Broadway. Like I can't. You said in the back on Broadway. Wow. Why gotta be in the back? Because if you were in a tie with a goddamn romper, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. Trust. Going you heard that. You heard it first on Black Hollywood Live. All right. Well, there you go. Romper life. Speaking of romping around, <laughs> you got that so, trumpet. It's so sad. Like, it's like, Jesse's all high and excited, and we're talking about rompers, and then Courtney has to talk about Trump. I actually oh, thought you would give her the romper story, to be honest with you, though. I was hoping for it, but. Well, I know. I had to be you last week with all the politics. <laughs> so then he pushed it back <laughs> yeah, on me. Because then story. they make it seem like I'm the one that has to be all, like, aggressive and into this. But I actually, in all reality, the I'm going to be. like that, Courtney. I will, that's true, because in reality, I was mad as hell all week. That's why I'm wearing this shirt again. This is the second time oh, in, friend. what, two months that I've had to wear this shirt. So, yep. um, by the way, if you want this shirt, check it out on therulesaresimple.com. Anyway, so Trumpgate has gone down or consistently goes down or it happens every day. Like, we don't even know at this point what to say about it. But I guess the best way to sort of um, delve into what's happening in our political spectrum this week is to just kind of give you a couple of bullet points. Number one, let's see. The biggest moment of the week, at least for me that sort of gave me solace in life and made me believe in unicorns again was that James Comey, who is the FBI director who was recently fired, even though maybe he should have been fired, but he probably should have been fired back in January if it was for the reasons that they're saying that he was fired for. Right. Um, but this week, after Trump last week had tweeted like, yo, James Comey, you got fired, bruh. Don't you be going out there talking smack because I might have recorded you and then I come for you. And he, t- he went after the Democrats. He tweeted that, y'all. Trump tweeted that, y'all. So then this week, James Comey said, oh, okay, bitch. I got receipts, okay? Because not only did I take copious notes <laughs> I when I had fan. meetings with you, but I wrote memos about our meetings. Mind you, there were at least three in January and February, and I was, like, uncomfortable and nervous about what was going on in those meetings because you asked everybody to leave the Oval Office so that you could privately speak to me. So I took some notes and I wrote a memo and I showed my colleagues to make sure that if this ever came back, that I had proof of what went down when we was in the meetings. And (laughs) now we don't really know exactly what those meetings were True. and like what the memo says because that is still to come because Comey has to actually testify to the Senate committee about what was heard but word on the screen <laughs> is from Comey's peeps is is that basically in those meetings um, Trump asked everyone to leave the room and basically said to Comey hey bruh so, like, you're going to leave this Michael Flynn thing alone, right? Like, this this Russia mm-hmm. investigation, you're going to just let that go, right? So, he feels like Trump possibly was impeding the FBI investigation into Russia, which could be illegal and grounds for impeachment. So, that's number one. Then our persnickety slash slightly awesome, because he makes really great TV on Saturday Night Live, press secretary Mr. Sean Spicer was, like, rumored to be fired, but then he wasn't fired, and then some other chick was interviewing for his job, but then they were saying, no, she's not in the job. We we don't know what the hell is going on, because at one point, Trump said, we just going to stop press briefings altogether at the White House. Hmm. 
because that's very constitutional. Um, so we'll know what's happening. Like, he ain't fired for real, for real. But then there's people interviewing for his job, so we don't really know what's going on. But maybe y'all will find out in the next few days, and maybe we won't have press briefings at the White Only House anymore. If Trump Has decides, to say. I mean, we don't know. And he did say at one point that Trump himself might just do the press briefings. Yeah. <laughs> he said only, um, only him, only him. Yeah. I like, I like, I can't even swallow. Like, I can't speak. Like, I, my mouth is numb. Okay, so we gonna move to the next one. The big, like, sort of reveal magic of this week was that uh, Trump allegedly revealed classified information to Russian diplomats at the White House. And technically, it's not illegal because the President of the United States can declassify any information at will. Um, but it wasn't declassified at the time, and it could potentially put us in a situation where the people that gave us the information are now like, yo, you weren't supposed to tell the Russians right. that we told you that, and now we don't want to tell you nothing else, which compromises our security. And supposedly, allegedly, the information that he shared with the uh, Russians was information that was told to our news outlets, specifically CNN, not to be shared to the public yet because it could compromise national security. Trump says, I didn't do that. Trump's cousins say, oh, he didn't really do that. So we have no idea what the f*** is going on in the White House other than it is a shit show, and I'm over it. I'm tired of it, and that's where so we stand So how does the president Trump. declassify something just in his brain? Like, I mean, I'm declassifying this, or is it, there, like, oh, like, I mean, long, I'm assuming there's a long process. process. You have to go through the process, process of documenting like, to be declassified information. But, but technically, he can determine that I'm declassifying but this information and share that information. There's, there's not. It's not clear that you have to do that prior to sharing that information. I don't know the legality of that, and it doesn't seem to be that that's necessarily the case. But in the end, he can share at will what he thinks is necessary. It's just a matter of if it's a good idea, and it's looking like that probably wasn't the best decision to make at that time. So congratulations! I'm, I'm gonna just okay. I'm gonna say something that's kind of racist right now. But all y'all white folks that put this fool in office need a whooping from somebody's big mama because that's a mess. <laughs> you said big mama. I'm not kidding. Like you, you're the Why'd reason. Why you put southern on them? You because you are the reason that this fuckery is happening right now yes. because it's absurd and it's embarrassing and it makes us it's look like idiots. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting. So anyway, that was how. But Trump. I'm so tired of seeing the CNN breaking news. Uh, Trump denies everything. I mean, of course he's going to deny everything. I mean, <laughs> but why? Here's the thing: they're saying that this. Everyone, all the reports are saying that this is definitely the line of where impeachment could take place. Do you think it's really going to take place, though? We could only hope so. At this point, I mean, I don't you know, think I mean, this is five months in, and this is the disaster that's happened five months in. Don't think we're there yet. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think they really, some people really want it, but I don't think like. Paul Ryan, who's Speaker of the House, like they're they're not going to do it. But what's scary is that his vice president. We don't want him as president either. We don't. Well, we actually had a conversation about that earlier. Like, yes, Mike Pence, you're a scary mofo. Like, I don't agree with you on probably seventy five percent of the shit that you say. But we know what you stand for, and True. you do respect and follow protocol. So for that. We got an election in 2018. Like, we could make that work. Like, if the House turns Democrat, the Senate turns Democrat, and we got this Republican president, like, we could do some things, okay? Trump is a psychopath. <laughs> that motherfucker don't know left from right to country to back. He doing whatever the 
he doesn't like he's whatever. It's a joke. Yeah. It, it, he. It, we could end up in nuclear war, and exactly. he would be like, oh. Oh, shoot. How'd that happen? Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm going to write a book about this. I didn't say that. Right? Deny, deny, deny. And he'll be like, but everybody loves me, and I won the election. Yeah. Like, that's his, like, retort for everything. Yeah. But I won the election. We're not talking about the election, brother. You've been in office now for yeah. five months. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, anyway, good luck, y'all. Yeah. Shit, good luck, all of us. Good luck, all I'm of us. Still good luck. Here. I'm trumped like, out. Like, I'm trying not to you're, be. You're trumped out. out. I'm trumped out. But you at least got to go on a vacation. That's true. Right. You were the combo. You got to leave. But, but, but we were there while this was going on. <laughs> oh, like, so we're there uh, like... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my that God. Like a break of vacation. Yeah, uh, it did. A little like, fun action. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, you know, here's the thing. Every day is something new. So at this point, I'm just... I, I'm almost starting to get immune to it. You it know is what I mean? crazy. It's like, I'm a, it's like, what else is it? I'm a, and I'm actually somebody that's, like, obsessed with the news and, like, watching and paying attention and following this stuff. And, like, it's to the point where I'm in overload. I'm yeah. like, did that... Wait, what? No, yeah, what? Yeah. Seriously? Like, I can't eat... I don't, I still love all the gifts, though, of uh, Hillary Clinton and Obama eating popcorn. It's like, I told y'all, or watching the show, you know. But we'll see what's going to happen. I don't know. I think he's real close this time to to some extra fuckery that he's really messing up some things where he could get out of the office. Yeah, I believe so, too. We'll see. We're real close. I'm feeling it. I mean, if we were trying to impeach Clinton for getting a little head in the office. Right. I mean, come come on. on. Like, really? I mean, come on. That's nothing. This is what we've come to. Christian values. That's nothing. Like, I can't. Okay. All right, values. So I forgot I had another story that I have to talk about. So Miss USA was crowned this week. Yay! She was another black girl from an HBCU. Mm -hmm. She's 25 years old. She is a chemist. One of the most, I I think the USA like organization quoted as like one of the smartest, most brilliant um, women to ever win um, Miss USA. So kudos to you, homegirl. Until she made her. So, you know, when you're in a beauty pageant, they have these little, like, question and answer sessions where you have to be, like, you know, talk about the world and, like, what your views are. And, like, you have to give these important answers. (laughs) And it has to be perfect. And it has to be amazing. So, Ms. Kara McCullough of D.C. got asked, honey, do you think healthcare is a privilege or is it a right? Because, you know, they want to jump right on the whole, like, we going to repeal Obamacare. They done pass this other hot mess in the um, Congress and whatnot. And she goes, well, you know, I do. I think it's a privilege. No, she did. She did. She did. Oh, she did. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh, yeah, it was like, but a, you yeah. black girl, you went to an HBCU, <laughs> yeah. you're wearing your natural hair. Yeah. And then apparently they also asked her how she felt about feminism and like if she considered herself a feminist. And she was like, nah, I believe in equalism. And she wants to change the, word, to feminism change the word feminism to equalism. To equalism. <laughs> yeah. That, Here's what I'm going to give her. That don't work. Here, oh, Hold what on. are you going to give her? Give that little yellow okay, flower so on we, your we got, jacket. We, we <laughs> have to give her a little bit of levity because she did come back on Good Morning America and she was talking to Michael Strahan. After and her PR Because she got she dragged across the floor and snatched a wig off. And they were like, <laughs> hey, girl, like, did you really mean you thought, you know, healthcare is only a privilege and, like, feminism is equalism and, like, that's a word because equalism, like, what is that? She was like, oh, my God, it's so hard, like, in 30 seconds to answer these, like, in-depth questions like we would need like four-hour discussions about this stuff but i totally believe that healthcare is a right i just feel really privileged because i work for the government as a chemist to like have my health care and like i'm totally a feminist like i totally believe in like go women thanks 
Yeah. She Whoever wrote that, probably. Yeah. She, she half dropped yeah. the mic on that. Yeah. But what, this is what I will give her. She does say that she still stands by what she said, though. You know what I mean? She said she still. Wait, so then you just reverse what you said on Go- Good Morning America? If you go online, it says that she stands by all the things she said. Luckily, you just miss USA. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean she's pretty. She's pretty. She was That's cute. All that really That's she was real cute. I, when she said the privilege thing, I was like, she didn't mean it the way she said it. I'm hoping that she means it another way, that she's going to, what she said on Good Morning America is what she really meant. No, she meant what she said. Exactly, first. Your first you know, reaction is what you really meant. So I was like, maybe the pressure dumb. got to it. They do throw a lot of questions she's at you. She's not dumb. 30 seconds, you know. She's not dumb. Right. And if you're one of the most brilliant Miss USA like in history, you're 25 also, like you're not... 18. 18, yeah. Like, you knew what yeah. you were saying. Yeah. And you, she was trying to straddle to, like, win. She knew what she was saying. So the call flip-flop. But flip congratulations, flop. girl. Luckily, you're not president of the United States. So <laughs> nobody she, really cares. She might but do a better job. So well, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But maybe she thought, like, you know, there were some Trump judges in the audience. Is, USA, no, America is Trump's I don't know. Pageant. I never, I never remember which one. Uh, it's not Trump's pageant. Miss America is Trump. Is America Trump? Yeah, I okay. I try and delete it all. I just was surprised head. that she was 25 because I was like, I thought the whole point of, like, pageantry at this point was, like, college scholarships. You out of college? Is that why we do it? Well, we like, why nice. do we still do it? <laughs> yeah, I'm true. just that's curious. Good that's actually a good point. Because yeah, I always thought, like, it was like, ooh, it's scholarship. And, like, that's how Especially we... Especially when you're working full time. So yeah, right. Brad, you working yeah. for the government. Like, why are you winning money at a pageant? Mm, yeah, that seems like that's mixing a lot of things right there. Yeah. But, I didn't understand. Uh, but, you know, I'll ask him. Good luck. We'll bring her in. Come inside. Come into BHL <laughs> and explain your story a little bit more so we know which side you're really on. It's I, okay, you know. girl. Don't don't bother. Don't just, bother. Just you just stay keep, wherever you are. Maybe you some work with that. Just making some chemical compounds, girl. Keep right. trying. Dario just wants you in here because you're pretty. Yeah, so, that's true. Okay, that might be true. All right, so uh, <laughs> is that all you got for us today, Cole? That's it. That's all I have. All right, we're gonna move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Spotlight of the week. Well, someone who does also have a lot of things to say is Miss Monique, actress, who won her uh, Oscar in 2010 for Precious. But we haven't really seen a lot of Monique since 2010. Now, the rumor has it that right after that, she got blackballed by Lee Daniels and a couple others because of some things that she has said and the way she was acting kind of on set and... You know, and now that I start to think about it, she really hasn't been seeing a lot of stuff for her to have won an Oscar in 2010. Well, this week she was at the Apollo Theater, and I guess she just decided to let all the business and all the tea out because she wanted everybody to know how she felt about Oprah, Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry. She says that she was blackballed after doing Lee Daniels' movie, and she said that she's only done literally four films. She said down, but she used the word blackball, which is incorrect. She says it actually should be whiteballed, and we're going to check out this clip because she explains exactly oh, what she means. Oh, we got the whole clip. What is that black dick connected to? That black man? So no, I was not black I was white <laughs> By some black dicks who had no balls. Thank you, Mr. Lee Daniels. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Oprah Winfrey. Mm. No, baby, I wasn't black I was fucked up by some niggas who had no balls. And see, I know they like to say, Monique, you talk too motherfucking much. It would kill me not to say the real shit. It would kill me not to say the real shit. You are not paying me equally. You are not treating me fairly. So y'all can suck my dick if I had one. Now that's a mic drop. <laughs> I mean, hey man, she, I, she, she went really in. Upset. She went in. And I, I believed mean, every word she said. Whether you believe really it or not, do, do you believe that she should have said it and let it out? If you yep. if you're saying that you are blackballed slash whiteballed, 
that's not gonna help your career. Who cares? What, her, she's saying her career messed up anyways. I just finished watching this feud thing with Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, and I'm just like, Hollywood is so crazy, bitch. Go ahead, because it's the world of the internet right now. Like you, just, the thing is, is I feel like there's certain amount of celebrities that just need to get over the the whole Hollywood glam thing and really put, invest your money in technology and the internet because that's where the competition is. Shut them up by doing that stuff. Like it's just like I believe everything she's saying. I believe she is treated unfairly because those. Every story that came out, I felt was her trying to help somebody else on set in a positive manner. That she got a little irate or whatever the situation was. She stuck up for uh, Gabby or whatever the case was. And she got slammed for it because she felt that she was the star of the movie. And she should have been sitting in first class with everybody else. We gonna get mad at her for that? I mean, it's just over and done with. Like, let's just move on. I don't even know why she's still talking about it. That's how I personally because think. they're messing well, with her money. Yeah, now she's okay. not getting she's not getting any big roles. But that's you know? not going to help, though. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. I personally feel like just I don't grab know. the shovel. Just keep on. Yeah, just I mean, especially you you're, you're naming you're naming all the powerhouses: Oprah, Tyler, and Lee. I mean, come on. I, the fact you said Oprah, I was as soon as she said Oprah, I was like, oh, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a situation. Invest in technology, go. Mm, no. I mean, so you don't, according to you, don't think that she should have said anything. It's not about saying because she's already said something, exactly. which is why I'm like, why are you manner, gonna? Though, in this manner, she's already been very yeah, clear exactly. about who <laughs> exactly. she who she felt like blackballed, and when the whole like cookie lion role on Empire yeah, came up, that. because supposedly the rumors that Lee actually did want her as, as cookie, cookie yeah. and then producers were kind of like, nah, she has some issues back when y'all did that, yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what went that way, and because he didn't man up and demand that she be cookie she sort of felt even more of a way about it. So we had that three years ago. And it's like, okay, that was 2010 when Precious happened. Then 2013, 14, when Empire was happening. Girl, it's 2017. You holding on real strong. And and in that, Yeah, it's blocking you in every way. And your talent deserves to be there. And I totally get, like, don't get me wrong. She was probably hella wrong on some shit. From what I hear, like, there was some issue with her wanting to go to Cannes for... um, for Precious for, yeah. and like not being flown first class with her family and like all this stuff. Precious was an independent film that had very little money and like it was a whole situation. So she there's probably there's probably good arguments on both sides for what was happening. But in the end, that was the catalyst that got you your Oscar and that could have if you had sort of channeled that energy the way that you needed to to be in charge of the shit that you wanted to be in charge of and live the life in Hollywood that you wanted to live. You chose something else, which is fine. You wanted to, you know, be mad at them and do whatever. But I feel like now, like seven years later, you can't continue to, like, wow, bash people later, for the choices that they made to continue their career. Lee Daniels' career took off because of Precious. Not that he hadn't been working for years before, but Precious became his sort of, like elevating moment just like you were seeing it as your elevating moment and it's shitty to think that you sort of expect him to do some things that you think are right whatever that doesn't necessarily mean that he thinks they're right and that's best for him so it's just to me like everybody's career is what their career is going to be and seven years later you're still bashing him about it you're bitter and that wasn't a joke 
Like, that was raw. It'd be one thing if you came at it like, yeah. I'm still black ball, trying to get a red ball. No, like, I'm right. trying to move yeah, on. Yeah, like, there was whatever. No joking in that. You yeah. are still in your feelings about it, and that makes you look bad. Like, Vades you haven't moved. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the girl, we, nobody doubts that in Hollywood, some shit probably got shady and went sideways for you. Absolutely. It yes. goes that way for yeah. everybody. Exactly. So we respect that. But, like, the deal is that you keep going and that your talent deserves to be seen, and now you put yourself in a position that you're a liability and people don't want to work with you. Yeah, well, she did an article back in 2015 for The Hollywood Reporter and basically was talking about her being blackballed a little bit more. And uh, Daniels responded to that. He said, uh, those comments in The Hollywood Reporter by, um, by saying that Monique Monique's demands through pressures were not always in line with the campaign and that she soared her relationship with the Hollywood community because of that, or soured her relationship with the Hollywood community because of that. So it sounds like she was also, like you were kind of saying, she was demanding some things, but then where's the fine line of what you can and can't demand when you Well, that's are, one of those, you, you, know, you, you made a decision. you a certain way when you, you see yeah. other people. But you knew way. you were what you were working on. Precious was a low-budget film. Right. Like, yes, you would like to be treated as an A-list actor because you were the catalyst for that film but you got to see the whole picture it wasn't an a-list film technically financially yes in terms of like press and like them trying to build it up they wanted it to be there but in terms of finances that's not where it was and i feel like the respect of where it was financially versus yes there were some amazing people involved blah 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 but if you're not doing the money of it it's sort of selfish to just assume that like everything should have been the way you thought it should be Right. right And that they're shading you because of it. Because in the end, I get it. Like, they were working. Like I said, Lee's been working for years. She'd been working for years. So yeah. she probably saw this as her moment. But you don't get to determine when your moment is. Yeah. The industry determines when your moment is. True. So maybe your moment was going to be the next film that came off of that. And you did yeah. dug did away for that yeah. and buried it. Well, so it she sucks. was asked by TMZ after the incident at the Apollo. Um, you know, her and her, she was with her husband, Sidney Hicks. And um, she was asked, they were asking, you know, does she still feel the same about, you know, with her performance and everything? And her husband actually jumped in and said, uh, in reference to Winfrey and Perry, they stood by her and they allowed the statements of her, they they allowed the statements of her difficulty um and they were hiders. Like they, they didn't they step up. They, they didn't say, "Oh no, she wasn't that." Oh no, she wasn't this. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she wasn't that. They let it. Yeah. It got in the press, and they let it go because it didn't make financial Hollywood sense. It was like, <clears throat> "Yo, you did that to yourself. Yes. Now you get to lay in the bed that you made." Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, because she's great. Yeah, I don't know if she'll come back from this one though. I mean, so. she, I mean, I mean, maybe she'll but be doing shows. Like people be. love her. She has her fans, yeah, but sure. like. She could have been a Hollywood powerhouse in ways that she sort of destroyed based on what she did, which is her right to do. Like, that's her right. You don't stand for something, you fall for anything. She's standing up for what she believes in, so I ain't mad. All right. But she was angry as hell in that video. She was really angry. I had to watch it a couple times. How you gonna tell Oprah to suck your dick? Yeah. I would, yeah, I'd even. Put those words out there. <laughs> I mean, even if you're real mad and think, you "Oh, girl, it. you didn't even yeah. help. You could have gave me it's a plane you just don't ticket." Say it. She could have yeah. said it like that. You though. know, she was yeah. like, "Girl, you could have gave me a plane ticket. I had had twins. Like, you could have flown us <laughs> right. coach. Like, we would have been there." Yeah. But girl, to tell Oprah to it's suck like, your yeah. I mean, the, the, I'm just saying, there's something there for Lee, you. Oprah, to, you gonna Tyler come Day. at Oprah? Like, Lee, I've yeah. heard her come at Perry. I've heard her come at Daniels. Yeah, something about her coming. Oprah was this is that was this was the shock for me. I didn't. I haven't heard anything about her and Oprah really. I had heard it with the two guys more so, so this is yeah. more. So like, she came for all of them because I think Oprah was a producer on Precious yeah, or something, like whatever. So she blames and her, her. Lear, you know, and so they're the she and Lear buddies. Were, but so. like, you, 
It's just sad, girl. Well, we'll we, we wish you the best, Monique. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll be able to pick up some more roles or do some I mean, more checks. I mean, that's what it's exactly. all about. Keep on doing your shows, Find, find them young directors. Yeah. Find them young directors. Inspire they don't remember them. nothing don't remember about Precious. Inspire them. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of Hollywood, this story actually surprised me. Cheryl Boone Isaacs, who is the current first black president for the Academy of the last four years, is stepping down as a member of the Academy's Board of Governors. Um, this is what she said. It's been my greatest honor serving on the Academy's Board of Governors in numerous capacities for more than two decades, and it will be a privilege to provide the opportunity for new voices to have a seat at the table. They are saying that, like, for the insiders are saying that she's just tired. Like, I was just going to say. They said it's been a, it's been a rough four years. Home. You know, we had she, had she was in the middle of all the Oscar So White stuff. And, you know, that she just is, like, ready. She's over it. You know, she's ready to kind of move on and, and take some time off. So I, I was surprised by it, though, because she has made some waves, you know? And, I mean, she's done some things, so I kind of feel like she's leaving right at the time where we're starting to see the change. You know yes. what I mean? So what do you guys think about that? I mean, not to equalize the importance of the presidency to that, but I feel like she's like Michelle Obama-like. People be like, girl, you going to run for office? She's like, hell no, I don't deal with that shit all this time. No, right, no, right. I've done what I can. Exactly. Y'all move on and figure it out from here because I can't do it no more. Because I can't even imagine. Like, them old white men trying to like force change and like make stuff that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you still trying to be cute and vibrant. I don't know if she got a man, like she She's might a, be trying she to get husband. she yeah. got a husband, she's yeah. trying to live. Like yeah. that's exhaust that's four years. Like, she yeah. did her time. She's over it. I didn't realize and those four years went by fast. I thought it, it was did. only like two years. It did, but it did. I didn't realize it was four years. It Whoopi did. Goldberg's running, Gina yeah. Davis is yeah, running. Gina Davis. Okay. Yeah. And Gina Davis and both of those are actually really good options. I think Whoopi would be amazing. Whoopi would be great. She would kill it. She would kill it. Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know if she'd be on the view anyway. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. I would be really disappointed, girls. Yeah, actually, you the, the last thing the last, going on to that show. Hey, they did okay. This last like panel that they finally settled on worked. So I'm like not Sunny. mad at it. I, I mean, I, would I never, like, like love Sunny. Yeah, Sunny, I just Sunny's kind of cheesy to me, but Jedediah is great, I think. And the uh, blonde girl, the blonde up. girl has grown on She's me grown as me the extra. Bit. Yeah, and then Fly. Sunny is kind of like has her moments, but yeah. like I think it works. And then angry ass Joy in the middle. Yeah, I'm angry there. Ass Joy in the middle with the I died But she old. Angry. She like an old auntie. That's She's like, like, like oh, I, 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 I hate everybody. Like, right. dude, and she works. But you know, she really just all bark and no bite. I think she's a bite. She's a bite, but she's like 75 years old. Joy is old yeah. like she been around the block and back like she has her she just real set in what she thinks is what it is and she don't give no, a damn no she more. don't care she no don't more. give a damn I mean I think once you get to a certain age you I just mean, don't yeah, right. I can't wait when you've been I can't wait to not give a damn I can't wait when I'm wearing I my gold pants and my sequin hat I can't wait to not like, give a damn yeah, just like alright like, what I feel like I Kelly Ripa right has it the best because I'm like she looks young but she still <clears throat> plays old. I'm just like she just sits up there not caring about nothing. Ryan Seacrest just holds her up every day. He's like, make sure you, you drink your water. Yeah, that's what this is, right? Water. <laughs> that's why it works. With Let me put my glasses on. Right, that's why it works. All right, well that concludes our stories for the day. Now we have our man King Agu with us right now <laughs> from Invite Welcome. Only Hi. Cabo, which we watched the premiere last week. Did you guys enjoy it? Yes, I, I did. I did. I did. The best part was watching it with y'all there because yeah, then I could look and at And we were looking like, ooh. What's she going to do? What's what she going to do? Oh, yeah. what? Okay, like, it was good. It was good. How did you get, how did you become a part of the show? Um, well, initially, I met Larry moving down here to LA. He was like one of the mm-hmm. first people that I met. And he hit me up probably like six months. I was like, hey, yo, I'm going on vacation and blah, blah, blah. And it nice. took me a minute to, um, you know, to think if I wanted to do it. You know, it's like when you go on vacation, you usually go with your people, your yeah. friends. And yeah. It's like, 
Yeah, and vacation is a serious thing when you go with yeah, friends. That's how you really know if you are friends, actually, <laughs> to be honest with you. Or if you want to remain friends after exactly. that. Yeah. What were you thinking about the reality TV part of it? I never wanted to be a part. You know, so, um, you know, for me, it was like a, a really big decision. You know, it was just like, okay, let's go rock out with your cock out. <laughs> literally. 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 He gets naked. He's he running so, fully naked. Exactly. So fully when naked. I committed, like, I committed. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a little commitment, a uh, little clip of the video of you committing on the uh, trailer tease here. We'll, we'll put that up real quick. This is going to be a dream vacation. Okay. This is beyond. Right. Nothing can go wrong on this thing. That's what they said about the Titanic. Do you not realize why she got a problem with you? It's so ridiculous. I'm done. <laughs> Can you pour me a cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> I've always kept my friends separate. Since he's so special, then why haven't you let me meet him before? But I'm bringing my inner circle together, and we're going to go on a vacation of a lifetime. <laughs> Told you I was going European today, baby. Work. It's so peaceful out here. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> There's nails all over the floor. We are classy people. We don't do like that. But you know what? I feel like I'm as clean as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> How is Larry friends with this chick? Ah. I'm a Bentley, and Emily is a beat-up Pinto. When I look at her right here. All right, so that's a little preview. You Twine. I mean, I'm sure we'll see it a lot more on the show. Yeah, I mean, everybody was pretty cool. You know, I'm laid back. You know, I just want everybody to have a good time. So, you know, you, you can't hate. You can't hate me. So, okay, first, <laughs> like first episode, I want to get all the tea right here. First episode, you're roaming with Emily, which I thought that that was already Larry being messy because I'm just like, she already <laughs> want to be in this relationship like, with this yes. man and you're going to put her with him. So, I mean, obviously we see some things um, hygiene-wise. She, she can't you know, handle. She's a little... Well, you know, she kept, she was biting and, and, and licking and double dipping and whatnot. Yeah. Um, was it that intense or did they like, was it kind did of a little over? I more? mean, cause... Of course, you know, everything is played up, you and, know, because when I look back at it and I think about some shit, I'm like, oh, damn. But, you know, she wasn't like that, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. But she did have those moments. And Nels, that was like a whole constant thing. Like, was there yeah, one where yeah. you guys were in the, the room, like, you're like, I really got to share a room with this girl right now? <laughs> No, I mean, uh, me and Emily, we met at the airport, so it was like we kind of bonded anyway because we're going into this experience not yeah. knowing. <laughs> so we kind of bonded and like clicked like immediately just because it's like, okay, what are we getting ourselves into? We were the first ones to arrive together. So, yeah, we were, you know, she's good. What was it like watching that first episode with all the people around you? Yeah. And then what kind of reaction have you sort of already received having the first episode aired? Well, good thing we got to watch the episode the day before because I'm like, am I going to invite anybody? Let me see <laughs> right, right, right. I feel that. And I was okay. like, okay, okay, I can send a couple <laughs> invites out. We, we're the cool. I mean, because you're filming 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 30 days straight. It's like you don't remember I know all Everything, the things that you've yeah. done and yeah. said, so it's like, okay, what did they right. you know, put together? Like, how did they make this happen? But um, 
question? <laughs> <laughs> they drank a lot of tequila, y'all. I know, so I told Larry last week, I was like, can we go on season two? <laughs> we have a whole we have a campaign and plot to go yeah. be the new friends <laughs> on season, season two. two. We're going to work that out. Listen, I've never drunk that much consistently in my life. 30 days straight. And it's like the, you know. Sounds the, like heaven. I mean, you go to sleep. Like hell. Sounds like hell. Sounds like hell. It was hell. Tequila? Ocean? 30 but days every straight. single day. Every day, okay. Yeah. Like, every that's day. Yeah, that's and you're a fitness person. Yeah. So, like, on top of it, how are you balancing that up? How do you make up? that Man, work? I had to tell myself, like, fuck it. Like, don't even Just think fitness. It. Because yeah. my mentality there and not doing it, I was already, like, but I'm like, you're on vacation. So Just you couldn't like, get it in enjoy. the same workouts. In I couldn't get it in. I mean, we had a gym in the house, but it's not the same thing. Like, I like yeah. to get out and be amongst people. And, um, like, working out in the house wasn't the same. So I was like, fuck it, let's just drink. And literally, I drink every day. And you wake up, and it's like, I'm not drinking today. Then it's like, I need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what kind of drama are we going to kind of allude to? The fact that, you know, you're in this house with all these women. And you're kind of the only option, really, for them at that point. Yeah. Is it in any fighting gonna kind of occur? You're gonna cause some drama. He ain't gonna tell us. I have to tune in to see that part. <laughs> well. Do you have any takeaways now that you're gone before you see what they edited together? Like, how did you feel when you left? Um, when I left the house? Or yeah, when, when you left the house so. and you left the shooting. Uh, relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted. Dehydrated. Um, <laughs> he said dehydrated. But I feel like I needed a vacation from that. From vacation. the vacation. From the vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Like I needed a vacation from that vacation. Are and you newly bonded with anybody that you us, met yeah. in the house? Yeah, that's what I was like, we're all bonded, you know, because that was like an experience. Like, I really considered them like, okay, family, until I see some shit on TV. Right, because there's a lot of trash talking. But, you know, right now, we're good. Because you haven't filmed the reunion yet, right? Exactly. And did you learn anything about yourself, you know, as you know, as you're watching yourself and then just doing the show, you know, because I would say it'd be scary to watch myself back on the, on these. And I think that that shows. was probably the biggest thing. It's like, you know, I can appreciate it because I'm going to be able to see myself and grow from that because it's going to be a lot of stuff like, damn, did I do that? Did I say that? You know what I mean? Because me, it's like I, people never get to see me in that light. Right. So it's like, well, there you go. And then now you're also an actor, so you came out here to... to Act exactly. You know, so is this uh, is this opening up some new opportunities and and doors and windows for that that session of your life? That is the goal, and that's why I was like, you know, fuck it, let's do it, do it. let's do it. You know, I've been here five years, and everything takes five years before it like uh, you know turns into fruition. You yeah, know, five years, so five to like, ten years is a overnight nice su- success. Yeah. And 2012, I moved here. 2017, and look how God works. So hey, going into that. Right. Year. So Larry calls you for season two. Are you there? Yeah. Can can you do reality again? Can you again? do it? Drink or was wine it a nice Italy experience? For like you had it. And I mean, you're good. I'm, I'm kind of twofold because I feel like because I've done it once, I know what to expect, so mm-hmm. it won't be that bad. But also at the same time, it's like, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a, little, it's a little exhausting. It's very yeah. exhausting. 30 but days fun, tequila. It was, I'm still yeah, like, it, was, it, was, it, was definitely, it was definitely one of the hardest but most funnest things I've ever done in my life. I can imagine. You know? Well, we're all tuning in. I can't wait till next week's episode. Mm -hmm. So, unless we maybe watch with y'all again next week, if we're invited back over. (laughs) Maybe not though, because some of us had too much tequila. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, where can fans find you? 
Instagram King Agu or King underscore Agu on Twitter King underscore Agu too. Agu is A G U. A G U K I N G for those of normal spells King <laughs> underscore A G U. Jesse. Everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Courtney. And you can find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Dario Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in and buy only Cabo. Sunday night, Bravo TV. Thanks for having me, guys. What time? Because it's 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. Although that premiere was 9 30, Bravo. That's true, right? Why did you get that for? (laughs) You said, why did you get that for? They were trying to make sure we got more tequila. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions or comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. 